episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Tyler Hamilton. And we've got a special guest with us again this week. Yeah! More guests. 2019, the year of guests! Ooh, yeah! <laughs> Uh, our guest today is my friend from college. She's a public relations professional, Heather Johnson. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. This is actually her our audition to be the PR person for Sequel Rides, the podcast. <laughs> oh, God, please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we need it. Just kidding. Thanks for being here, Heather. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, we're excited, actually, to have you here uh, to go up for round two at the Turkey Curry Buffet with us this week. <laughs> yeah. As we talk Sal- about... Saddling <laughs> up for seconds and heading down to the frontier of reason. Yeah. <laughs> heading right out to the edge. We're going straight to the edge of glory. No, I'm kidding. No, uh, the no, edge of reason. No. Yes. Bridget Jones, the edge of reason. The second film in the Bridget Jones franchise. This one was out, what, 2004? 2004, November... 2004. Oh, so they were like straight up going to be a Christmas movie this time. That's what that's what they were thinking. Yes. <laughs> so wait, how many years difference? Three. Ooh, yeah, three. Wow. Okay. So yeah. It seems difference? like much longer. Yes, uh, it does seem like much longer, but the time elapsed in the films universe is six, six weeks. weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, which makes it all the more horrifying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <sighs> Justin. Well, I mean, if you ever were curious what it was felt like being on the edge. On the edge of reason, all over the place. Check out this trailer. It's been six wonderful weeks, four fabulous days, and seven precious hours. And to make it absolutely clear, one flawless boyfriend. Bridget, what on earth are you doing? Getting dressed. Are you dancing around in that tent? I don't want you to see any of my wobbly bits. Because I happen to have a very high regard for your wobbly bits. Really? It's me. I just had a rather graphic flashback. You do have a genuinely gorgeous bottom. Thank you. I'm actually with the Mexican ambassador and the head of Amnesty International and the undersecretary for trade and industry, and you're on speakerphone. Oh, right. The question is, once you've found true love, how do you make it last forever? Hi. Bridget, I think you should go to the ladies. Trust me on this one. I was trying not to get hopes up too high. I mean, I am a realist. I'm never going to get married. Come on, Bridget. You must want to hear those ding-dong bells. You know, I know. Everyone's back, you guys. Everyone. Yay. Literally everyone. Darcy. Cleaver? Is it Cleaver? Cleaver. <laughs> Darcy Dan- Cleaver. Daniel is it, Cleaver. Is it Jones? Bridget? Bridget yeah. Jones. Oh, her name is Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Diary's back. <laughs> the the diary's back. Gaius Baltar's here. Christmas jumpers are yeah. back. Oh, yeah. and Tyler's moaning, wearing a Christmas moaning jumper. Myrtle. Yeah, Moaning Myrtle's back. Let's, Uncle let's Jeffrey is back or whatever his <laughs> name is. <laughs> Uncle Jesse is back. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Jesse. If only Uncle the Uncle Olsen Jesse. twins. <laughs> Everyone's here. <laughs> yeah, so this movie picks up where the other one left off six weeks later. They got everyone back but the director from the I, first film. I know that I've always thought to myself, two months in, dating, 
should I get married? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? Should I, should I become weirdly fixated on this? As one does. Should I be counting I mean, not how that many I would times know, I've had that's sex? what people yeah. do, right? This movie Two been months an in. Ad for Planned Parenthood. Right. <laughs> where, where the, her character in the first movie was the furthest thing away from wanting to get married, and this movie, she is, she's found on the hunt for commitment. Yes, she's found the one. That's right. Uh, Heather, you are married in real life. Yes, but we waited a sensible amount of time. Yeah, so seven, eight weeks, seven weeks, <laughs> nine whole weeks, guys, and then you go for the ring. Yeah. Oh boy, um, I like that. I like so, this. Hold on. Oh boy, I just, I, just, I just had the dumbest. It's like nine whole weeks, then you go for the ring. It's like, yeah, that's how long Gandalf spent in the Shire. <laughs> He was looking for that rock. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I love it. So this movie basically starts, like, exactly the same way mm-hmm. as the last movie. Right. Like, there's even some, like, straight-up shot stealing. I feel. Sexual, sexual harassment yeah. from a, a family friend. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, this was a... Uh, I, um, Miramax film. Mm. Oh, yes. we yes. discussed this a little bit. Yeah, last we time. did. No, no, we did. You haven't heard the episode yet, but yeah, and Ma- Maureen was saying like, "Oh, I hope Renee Zellweger Wigger, her she disappeared for a while, and maybe that was why." Well, and the the other movie starts off with some downright playful sexual harassment. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah it's and just, this continues. It, like, does. it does. It does. It really does. Work environment for uh, Bridget. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. But she's still at the uh, she's still at the sit up Britain. Yep, doing the journalism thing. Jumping out of planes as you do. <laughs> Has anyone gone skydiving? I have not. I have no. not. Yeah. I would. I would, but they would strap you to somebody. Yeah. On yeah. your first skydive. Yes, that was insane. Yeah. yeah, she probably would have died. And also, yeah. like the camera crew was there on the ground, even though like she was flailing around yeah. and probably landed not where they were planning. Hey, and yeah, sit up, Britain right runs a very tight journalistic mm. ship. Yeah, I did like that they were immediately there, like filming her in the. Pig crap. Yeah, how's he gonna get that shot of her ass that he can rewind and fast forward twenty five times? God. Which is, which is, you know what? If you watch the first Bridget Jones and you're a mu- movie executive, you're like, what made that film work? That scene, <laughs> yeah. where there was just a close up of her ass that we could rewind and zoom in on multiple times. Let's make sure we include that and put this that. One I, yeah, up I was front. like, this one. I feel like this movie had too many callbacks for me. This movie yeah. is nothing but callbacks. It's a Frankenstein's monster of callbacks, <laughs> yeah. and it is, it is a monstrosity. It's like the movie. Yeah, the movie. Uh, uh, retreads a lot of the first yeah. film, and I there was a special feature on the like first movies DVD uh, when they were talking about making the new movie, and they were like, "We're not going to make it unless the script is just as amazing as the first one." And I was like, "Oh, really? That's what they <laughs> all say." By the way, we're just... not, not going to remake it unless the script's in the exact same font as the first one. <laughs> we're going to really push this one to the edge. I uh, did not read oh, this book sake. because I ran out of time, but uh, maybe I'll read it before the next movie. I what? would. Why? I, why? We, I don't know. So the book and the movie. The movie loses something, but the book is loosely supposed to be based on Persuasion by Jane Austen. What are the names of the Extremely characters in that again? Loosely. I've read all Jane um, Austens, but it's God. I can't remember. It's the one with the spinster who realizes she should have married the one that her friends convince her not to marry. Okay, like when she's old and withered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It's, it's not my dark. favorite. It's I'm a I'm a Emma. Yeah, and obviously, something. it's like Anne Elliot. I don't know. <laughs> oh, weird. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Got that's it. it's literally supposed to be that, but they lose all of that in the movie. Sure. Okay. So Heather, you've read the book. 
I read the Wikipedia about the book. Oh, okay. Uh, that counts in enough. today's... And I so, so, of the room, you're the expert. That's yes. right. Yeah, <laughs> Does yeah. the Wikipedia page explain why it's called The Edge of Reason? Yeah, that was my No, question. unfortunately, What not. is with that title? I don't know. Like, I, she never got to the edge of anything. Is it all because she gets high at one point? I don't really understand. It must yeah. be some kind of British slang. She yeah, got... well, maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, like, I'll, know, I'll text Maureen. Maureen. It, it, it means Laurie or... Yeah. Trolley or <laughs> oh, reason is it's, British it's, for car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reason is that's what they they call Thailand the reason. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they go to Thailand in this movie. Are you guys oh, visiting sure reason? Oh, oh my god! god. Yeah. I, I would say it's like a show of ugly Americanism, but they're British. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, the colonialism. First, the first, sure. colonialism. The first yeah. person in that movie that's. A person of color that speaks is a prostitute stereotype. Mm-hmm. It is oh, brutal. Yikes. It's really bad. The people in the jail weren't as bad, but the prostitute was really bad. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah there's a lot that that whole part was like, why, why? Are you talking about that prostitute? You're talking about Hugh Grant being in this movie? No, like literally <laughs> the fact that they went to Thailand at all. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That were... that too. Yep. And all the stuff, like, I mean, yeah, all the stuff with them filming that segment in Thailand and then the prostitutes and then, like, her bringing the women in the jail, all this, like... Oh, God, yeah. I mean, that's such yeah, a... Like, yeah. chocolate and bras and, like... Like, she oh, has a moment where you. she's like, oh, I'm very privileged and they... Yeah. I should be grateful. And then she wraps it up by being like, you know, I haven't learned anything. Let me give them copies <laughs> in English of Men Are From Mars and Women <laughs> yeah. Are From Venus... Bras and chocolate bars. This movie is like from 2004 and it literally feels like a hundred years ago. Yeah. yeah in terms it does. of cultural consciousness. Yeah. The only thing I liked in that, uh, in that whole sequence was while they were filming the, uh, like, oh, yeah, so Hugh Grant hosts this thing called, like, the Smooth Guide or something like that, right? Yeah. He's, it's basically wild on, but he's like, yeah. A dude. And later in the sucks. movie, they rope in Bridget to uh, be like the female but co-host. Here's here's the thing. I don't, oh, sorry. I don't well, mean I was just going to say, like, yeah. the part I thought was funny was they're, they're tr- she ha- there's a scene where she's like trying a delicacy in Thailand and she like sets it up so lovely. Like, I'm trying what is one, one of the most amazing delicacies in Thailand. And she tries it and then she goes, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like while they're filming <laughs> Which I thought was funny, and then the rest that, was like, shit. That is funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird, like, travel shows of that time. Yeah. Like, they had, yeah. like, like E had, like, like he's basically, like, doing, like, an E travel show. It's, like, the douchiest travel show. That's why Anthony yeah. Bourdain was so, like, revolutionary in that he wasn't being kind of creepy and racist when yeah. he went to these right. countries. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, like, he's like, oh, he's, yeah, this is why he was great. He was, like, yeah. the, he wasn't that. The male, like, Brooke Burke going on, like, whatever, like, whatever those, like, if you remember those E travel shows from back in the day, they were yeah. just like, Let's go to a different country and fuck shit up. Like that's oh, everything's so weird here. Yeah. And the people are so brown and the food is so not car. Which go here for I, the- I, have, I, have, I have two weird things about this where it's like, okay, so like he was a publishing exec he was a publishing executive, right? Yes. So now he's a television personality. Yeah, just like her. He's just following her. Yeah. Fine. Fair this enough. Is, this was the different time. This is before the recession. Media jobs were just like yeah. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. Next job, next job. Yeah. Uh, and then, so she's not aware that he's at the same network as she is? She is supposed to be an idiot. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> fair, fair. That's believable. Though. Because they, cause he has a show. She doesn't we know see... where Germany is, Tyler. <laughs> fair oh, enough. So so we do, we do see, like, Hugh Grant early in this movie. And then later on, like, just kind of 
for no fucking reason, her boss is like, now you're doing a double show with him. Yeah. <laughs> but first, he's... we sexually harass you. Right. Yeah. First, I'm going to sexually harass you, and then he'll sexually harass, harass you. <laughs> with witnesses, because that's what the HR department loves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No Ooh. one seems to care there at all. <laughs> no. Well, let's sit up Britain. They have standards. <laughs> very, very yeah. low standards. You got to wonder if, like, because this is before everything came out, right? So what if, like, whoever wrote, I guess Helen Fielding or whatever. What if she like knew knew something about like Charlie Rose or whatever and was like, oh, I'm gonna write this funny thing like you know satiring that and it'll never come out, so might we as got, well like make fun of it in my movie. We have a screenplay by Adam Brooks, Andrew Davies, Helen Fielding, and Richard Curtis. Oh, Richard Curtis. Four people mixing. There was it up. barely yep. any fat shaming in this movie for Richard Curtis. <laughs> well, you can tell there that was he was still some. There was oh, the, of course. The final line of the film is like, "Oh, uh, I can't believe I found love, even though I've got two giant butt yeah, even though my ass is huge." <laughs> what does she say? Like, yeah. two, bo- two giant bowling balls for butt. Exactly. Cheeks. I was like, <sighs> "Why?" That means she could fit three, six fingers. How many holes are there in bowling balls? <laughs> three. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. too blue, I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of butthole talk in this Hugh Grant, movie, yeah. too. Hugh Grant knows where her asshole is. Yeah. <laughs> he says that out loud yeah, to everyone in the room. I thought when she was like, and you don't even know where, and I thought she was going to say, you don't know where the clitoris is, but she said, <laughs> you don't know where your own asshole is, and I was like, oh. <laughs> How dare anyone think about pleasuring themselves in this movie? Yeah. Sure. That's true. Yeah. This movie made me angry. At this this movie, as as somebody who has not watched any of these movies, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say that rom coms are my favorite genre. I'm yeah. not against them, but I don't actively seek them. Mm-hmm. This movie has everything that I hate about the genre, mm-hmm. and everything that is just on the surface, shorthand, just sentiment for sentiment's sake where there is nothing there it is cotton candy where it is a sweet thought that you put on your tongue that evaporates immediately and then tastes funny i i would disagree with you a little bit because i don't think there's even sentiment there i Mm. love romantic comedies (laughs) i do this is a terrible example because everything that happens is either mocking her and laughing at her Mm -hmm. and i I know she's supposed to be like this everyday Mm -hmm. kind of girl that people identify with but Jesus, no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a, all the times where people are like laughing at her or she's embarrassing herself, supposedly, like uh, those times are in the first movie too, but then there'll be other times where she's really like redeeming or really yeah. like, yeah. oh, she you know, yeah. Whereas this one, it's like, doesn't really, there's it's so me. many times where she gets like shamed. Yes, and what are you talking like, about? Back. She knew who designed Princess Diana's dress. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I mean, that was kind of cool if she no, had I'm, finished no, it out. No, it wasn't. Yeah, if, yeah. if she had gotten well, the third question, it would have been like, Okay, like you have knowledge of other things, like of popular yeah. culture, but but then they're like, oh, we're gonna ruin it by, by letting the other girl. Also, be so also confident in everybody field, in yeah. that room knew who designed Princess Diana's dress. <laughs> 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 like it, 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 that is an American wrote that line. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't yeah, know. Just, it seemed really mean to me. Yeah, it was. This movie's mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This movie is mean spirited. Yes, I think that that the, the there's something amazing about. The first movie where I, we can say that, hey, it's a little bit out of, out of time, I think that pre-9-11 helps with that, of kind mm-hmm. of setting it in a different era, even though it's only three years before this one. I think that something that we stress in the first one is just how much it dances on the line of falling into the basic 
rom-com tropes, but it's the subtlety of these characters that really brings it to life and really makes her human and makes her outrageous behavior feel real and grounded and not mean. It's like that she's trying her best. And I think that it falls from the worst application of a sequel where it's like, oh, people liked these outrageous scenes. Let's just play those up. And then her character is lost in the process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the movie doesn't really have too much new to say for these characters. It's like, it does a lot to like kind of reset people back to where they Mm -hmm. were, even though like she's still a journalist. It's not like she loses her job or anything, but it's like, you know, at first I was like, oh, we're seeing like more of uh, Darcy this time and less of Hugh Grant, which I thought was like a nice little reversal. But then Darcy is so like reticent the whole movie. He just disappears. And of course he still has a... uh tall brunette uh colleague red herring yes. you know a fair person there so yeah this the arc the plot arc of this movie is that the first movie ends and then they drive off drive off into the sunset but they have to go they take the wrong turn in a roundabout and then have to go all the way around the roundabout <laughs> to get back on to get back on the yeah, same yeah. road they, that they, they were on. Into England, you know, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. But, but that's what that's it is. Isn't it? It's, just, it's just like, oh, we're supposed to go this way. Oh, you know what? Let's just keep going. So we just drive around in a big circle, and then nothing you know, matters and, or yeah. happens. And I got really annoyed, like by the fact that she falls for Hugh Grant's stuff again, because I was just like. I thought she was smarter, at least on that front. No, but. Well, the thing we talked about is like what the movie did so well. The, the first movie is when he comes back, he stumbles in, and she says, no, I deserve better. Like, that, that's a life change. Like, it's that she's keeping that diary, she's trying to improve herself, and she does. And it doesn't matter who that douchebag is. It's like, it's, she's not falling for that shit anymore. Well, right. is kind I, of like the like message that she gets. It's another to. thing if you're like, eh, I'm single now. I'm in Thailand. My ex is here, He's and hot. I want to have sex with him. No, yeah, absolutely. You know, like, that's that like, would have like, been like, one thing. She would have agency that, for that. Yeah, the yeah. fact that she was like actually thinking, right. like, oh. He's yeah, like, I, he's, I'm going to fall for this. And he was like actually feeding her all this crap. Like if she had just been like, yeah. oh yeah, whatever, I'm going to have a fun weekend. Like that would have been fine. Let's you know? have a like, threesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That was so bad. Oh God. <laughs> but no, no, I absolutely agree. If like, if she still had agency of that, because it kind of wipes out again, it's kind of like the home alone four thing where <laughs> it just, it just blows up everything that happened beforehand. I, you know, in, in real life, people do make those types of mistakes over sure. and over again. So that's actually a little bit more believable to me. That's true. Yeah. Versus yeah, her true. like complete and utter professional ineptitude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Maybe it's just my hope for the character. Yeah, I was no, like, you no, want her to do don't. better. She's still going to stumble. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. In a lot of rom-coms, they're either good at their job or good at their personal life, but not necessarily both. And she's sure. just kind of bad at both. Mm-hmm. She, she's yeah, not she, even a particularly good friend. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's no, she's a her bad friend. Her friends are really bad in this movie too. <laughs> yeah. like, they're not. Well, Gaius had some Battlestar to shoot, so he couldn't. He was not around. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and Merle had some moaning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. And, you know the other one. <laughs> they didn't show her in a bathroom this time. And there's like a fourth new friend all of a sudden, right? She, well, drug uh, friend. Was she in the? She was the one. No, who not had the drug the, friend. Uh, the the. There's like another girl. Yeah, she had the married dinner party. So oh, she was barely in the okay. first one, but she was really important in the book. And in this okay, one, they okay. made her more of a character. See. But she was. Yeah, she was the I one was like, that hosted totally that horrible party right. in the first one. Yeah. Why nice. would you subject your friends to that? Hey, let's yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, this movie was. Uh, I was having a pretty mad time the entire movie, <laughs> but I found <laughs> if we had t-shirts, 
They would say, I'm having a meh time. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I was thinking about all the good rom-coms I could be watching. Like Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. 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 Actually, the whole Thailand here's here, here's here's a great segment right here. What movie should you watch instead of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, because it's so racist, I'm going to suggest Crazy Rich Asians. Sure. Because that will make up for the terrible Thailand sequence. Yeah, that's a good one. But Another thing I thought of about the Thailand sequence, and not even having to do with race, but more just having to do with like unfair incarceration of women like um the sh- the show uh crazy ex-girlfriend i know you watch it but you're behind, or I am behind sorry I'm spoiler behind. alert but she has a bout in jail okay okay and she meets all these women in jail and of course realizes like oh my god i'm incredibly privileged and these women are here for stupid horrible reasons and our justice system is screwed up and she has that realization and instead of just being like okay bye and leaving she actually like decides to come back and like help them with give them mm-hmm. legal advice because she's a lawyer and like it's been this ongoing episodic arc where they keep coming back to the women in prison to help them and all oh, this stuff cool. whereas this she was like oh yeah i am really privileged compared to these women but okay bye yeah. Yeah. yeah like and even but when, colin firth is here bye I know, and even when the press interviewed her when she got off the airplane she made some dumb comment when she could have at least been like you know like these women have no rights and they should be you know we need to be helping people yeah. like, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, it's like, funny i only got out because of my privilege as a white english woman but, you know, here it is. Oh, I'm so single. Like, Yeah, yeah. that's horrible. It's like, yeah, she comes out of the airport and there's all the reporters and you're like, oh, yeah, this would be a fucking like international incident going on probably if they're involving all these people. And then they don't even do anything. Which it. happens. I mean, which is already in the universe of this universe where there is a giant civil rights. He's a civil rights attorney. Yeah. There was a there was a plot point of that was her whole interview. So you'd think that. From the first movie, oh, that she would yeah, have a an, cigarette thing. Yeah, that she would have a a understanding of of human rights in the slightest. <laughs> Even Colin Firth being think. a famous human rights lawyer, I mean, he can't save everyone, right? But he's there in the jail. There's like incarcerated women everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's hung out with him for two months. You'd think something would have rubbed off. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's just like. All right, I saved my white girlfriend. Bye. Like you know. Like. Yeah. I, I think it, I think it kind of is the the sequel issue where everything kind of hung in a tenuous equilibrium in the first movie, and when you try to like let's go bigger and better, and you amplify her bad traits and her good traits, they become caricatures, mm-hmm. and there's not a real person there anymore. It was. The first movie pushed it pretty much to the limit and what was believable and what you could convey with the subtleties of acting. And this movie just <laughs> is a Looney Tunes version of a of a rom-com where nobody's really likable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I, yeah, I was no, not enjoying... I Rebecca. Rebecca, oh, is that the tall? Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebecca, yeah. I liked her. She was good. She was good. <laughs> she has bad taste, but I like her. Yeah, yeah. she is likable. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I found myself like, uh, you know, clinging on to these like uh, throughout the movie, like genius to semi genius, like bits of ridiculousness in this film <laughs> that um, just like stupid shit that I thought was really funny. Like they go on this skiing trip and. Um, she she like doesn't know how to ski and then she starts falling down the hill and she's screaming the whole way down and she you know it wasn't really that funny that she was like in the middle of the race but i love at the end of it she's screaming and she just goes ah 
And like she's screaming all the way into this like pharmacy and then right in the line. And without skipping a beat, they're like, she's in the next scene, like asking if she can get a pregnancy test. That was ridiculous to me. Yeah, it was funny. I no, guess. This, this is what I'm talking about. These tiny yeah. things that I was like, <laughs> and then passed. passed <laughs> um, the fact that all the women in the prison thought that the lyrics were like a virgin fucked for the very first time. <laughs> sure. Funny, but the rest of that scene, not, no. not funny. Oh, God. Yeah. There was the part, there was one part that had me like laughing out loud. And it involves. I'm curious to hear this. Rebecca. Okay. Oh. So at the end of the movie, you guys are talking about Rebecca. Yeah. I mean, we're doing spoilers, whatever. This was like so gay baby. Yeah. It's yes. not great. Uh,. Yeah, well, okay, I, I mean, I'll explain why I thought it was funny, because I think there was a misunderstanding when I was watching it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so she goes to Mark Darcy's house, because she has just heard from her friends that actually he did do all sorts of shit to, like, save her, and right. and he was just lying about, like, being there as a lackey or whatever. Which, again, he's fucking there in the fucking prison. Like, so, like, the fact that she's butthurt about it, ugh. Yeah. And so he's there, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but he said that it was not a big deal. So you know, he's miscommunications there. on both sides. <laughs> uh, but she goes and like she's gonna go to his house and be like, "I, I, I love you" or whatever. And she gets there, and uh, Rebecca's at the door again. Like she has been there, like previously in the movie. Like, Why the hell is she there when he's not? It, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make. It any doesn't sense. make sense. Yeah, she she's there, and the whole film, like she's been this like antagonist for her like oh they're sleeping together oh the same like, character from the first movie except not mean yeah, yeah yeah right she's like she's looking at me or something oh and like so she gets there and she's like oh well uh, of course i'll leave you alone because uh you and mark are in love and it's totally fine like i'll go away and she's like she she basically says that she's actually uh bridget is actually uh, sorry um rebecca's actually in love with bridget yeah and then she's like there's this hilarious scene where she's like what did you mean? I never gave you any. Like, what was wrong with all the looks I gave you? And then there's like this like romantic like music <laughs> yeah. of all these flashes of the scenes that you had seen throughout the entire movie of her just like, like smiling at her normally. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it, yeah, <laughs> and that's why I was like cracking up because the whole movie you're like, fuck that girl. She's like sleeping with Mark or something, <laughs> or like, she wants to. Yeah, maybe, yeah. She's yeah. trying to weasel her way in, and and it, it, I thought it was a great like. I don't care about the Mark reveal of him like actually having helped her. I like right. this crazy twist that like the whole movie you're all in Bridget's head and like obsessing about this girl and then it turns out that that girl is actually obsessed with Bridget. Yeah. A better movie would have ended with those two together. That's yeah. true. It would have. I think, yeah, I think, but it was still kind of like cheap and dumb like a yeah. throwaway. Yeah. I mean, I guess because it's 2004, it's like, oh, it's so innovative, you know, but like it, maybe now it just seems like, a, oh, I'm gay, but whatever, bye. It was like, like, we can be friends, you know? Like, <laughs> no, yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's like, She's not emotionally devastated enough for this to make this work, where she's yeah. just like, I really have feelings for you. Well, it's especially just, if they, no, she, if she, they she, had she, had literally like two conversations, yeah. then right, maybe right, right. I would believe it. But they never even really yeah. talked to each she's other. Like, she's like, I'm I'm in love with you, kiss, kiss, but like, I know that you're in love with him, and that's fine, all right, bye. Yeah. yeah. I just it thought. Was the allure of the leaf in her hair, that was like what's. It's like, yeah. it's like, like the, the, for the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the quickness that she gets over it does not. 
necessitate the confession that she gives. Like, yeah, if okay. he's there and, like, she knows the whole thing, like, and it's her boss. Like, if, if the whole dynamic that they're trying to put out there is what they're trying to put out there, she would have been repressed it and not said anything ever. Yeah, and then she would have been hit by a car and killed immediately yeah. after Bridget <laughs> leaves. Yeah. So yeah. you could have the sad lesbian sure. uh, trope. Just the, uh... She's like, why does she have so many photos of me? <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, the... the... <laughs> I was like having such a boring time with this movie and then the last 15 minutes are so ridiculous and this was like kicked it off and I was just like cracking up just because something like the way she explains what happened like I misheard a word and I thought she was saying that like oh how could he how could he love you when he's in love with someone else and then they start into this montage of all these scenes and I was just like like it slowly dawned on me and I was like oh my god this is so funny and it comes out of nowhere it's like there's no hint Throughout yeah, the whole if movie. they had no, literally not. had one conversation and I think, where they had made each other yeah. laugh or something. And I think the nothing. fact that it just comes out of nowhere that it was like extra ridiculous and I was just like cracking up well, over They both this. liked Madonna. They did both so. like the Madonna. Sure. <laughs> she, she got I the Madonna guess. trivia question correct. That's true. My other problem with this movie is there are too many fucking songs in this movie. There is way too many fucking songs. There's got to be like 40 songs. And in the last 15 minutes, they switch songs about like eight times within, <laughs> t- within two minutes. They play, I, I, I know it's in the end credits, but they play Crazy in Love for literally like 10 seconds in a scene. And they don't even play the lyrics. That was so jarring to me because I was like, wait, this was out at the same time as Crazy in Love was out. Oof. Like I know it, it was. It made the like time period and framing. Of You're like, wait, black people. So it was like, like during the time I, that this I, I movie. Seen a single black yeah. in this film. Well, yeah, How it's like possible? it's like in the space of like two minutes, it would be li- be like you know playing crazy right now, and then all of a sudden be like, you better think, think, and then like going into like. I'm not in love. Like within like or, two uh, minutes. There's sister sisters at the end. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. <laughs> they have and they have the freaking the darkness. It's, it's schizophrenic. Oh, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. I believe okay. yeah, And I was like, what the fuck is going on for, with this music? For, the, for a reprisal of a shitty fight sequence that the joke does not work the <sighs> oh, second God, the time. The fight this time was so stupid. Like they, they had no reason to fight, and the reason that they're fighting is like super um like sexist because Mm -hmm. he didn't believe her when she said I didn't sleep with Daniel nothing happened and he was like well I can't possibly believe that's true until I go confront Daniel and fight with him in a fountain you know like it's just well he was also there because he didn't do anything to help sure sure but he he didn't believe her he really didn't believe her it was very gaslighty yeah 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 it's like, oh, I'm not going to believe what you say until the man says that you guys didn't do anything. But that was like, really fucked up that Hugh Grant was like, saw her getting oh, taken in and was just yeah. like, whatever. Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant <laughs> he does did not have. lie about who he was. No, it's Hugh, 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 one particular Hugh Grant does have probably the best line in this mm. movie where he's like, he's like, oh, well, then why don't you marry her? Because then she'd definitely shag me. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, if you love her so much, why don't you marry her? Then I'll have sex with her. Yeah, yeah then yeah, she'd definitely like, oh, fuck me. Fuck. Yeah, I definitely, that was like the one time in the movie that I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like somebody actually watched the first movie and then wrote a line in this movie. <laughs> if, if social media had been a thing at that point, like that would have been on like, people would have been Snapchatting the shit out yeah, of that. Yeah. Like, Ooh, look at these two white Look at this clap back. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it's like the end of this movie goes off the rails. It though. does. It's like, it does. So she goes from like this lesbian thing to suddenly like hopping in a cab really fast and like, Asking the cab driver about like what she's wearing and if it's good and the no it's a, it's a, it's a bit where she she's like ah I'm I can't she just got out of a Bangkok prison and then has jumped immediately into a rainy cab 
And then uh, it's like, okay, well, I need to change. What I, I, I'm not going to shower, obviously, in my own apartment or change any of the clothes that no, I she's have. She's been home for a while already. This is <laughs> no, after the conversation like, no. with her friends. Home. The, her friends. Her friends picked her up at the airport. Yeah, it was pretty much like her right. Her friends. Her parents, parents, no, her friends pick her up at the airport. Her parents pick her up. Yeah, her friends are hiding in her. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, they're all like, and they all have like, poured wait, glasses of wine. Yeah, yeah. Just They're hiding behind furniture with full glasses of white wine. Yeah, she's really important i have to clarify this she's been in jail for like a week i don't know and her parents her her friends are hiding in her darkened apartment can you imagine yeah like you've been in prison like oh my god she's she's sharpened a toothbrush into a shank and and somebody dies moaning myrtle gets stabbed in the neck (laughs) with an an oral (laughs) bead So so she, really so she doesn't shower or change anything in her apartment, but then she's like, oh, in the cab, she's like, I should change. And then uh, there's a bit where, like, the cab fare is going up, and she's running in and out of a, a clothing store? I think, no, it's, I think her it's her house. Yeah. Oh, it is her house. I love the. I love when he's in the, she's in no, the cab, the, though. No, the, the cab drives away. No, no, no. no. It stays there. Okay. And she's like, I'll be there. I'll be literally two seconds. And then you see the cab fee go up from 16 to like 38. <laughs> okay. I, thought, I love that. I thought she was shopping. Oh, no. It's like at her house. But I love okay. the scene when she first gets in and she's like, what do you think about the jacket? Like, tell me what you think. And he's like, it's great. And he's like, what about the pants? And he's like, oh, yeah, they're nice. No, really. What about the pants jacket thing? And he's like, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> she comes out with like this blue dress with an inexplicable black bow. <laughs> and then the he's like, clothes. no, not so much. The and then like a see-through the thing. top, which. Yeah. yeah, it's 2004. People love to wear sheer tops. About and that. she did that in the first movie she wore. Uh, and of course, yeah. she needs to end up in a dress that will get really more clingy and see through when covered in rain. That was yeah. And she gets splashed by two cars. <laughs> and she's she, yeah, she's like wet and soaking wet. And it's like okay, you're supposed to tell me this woman is supposed to be fat in this universe. Like <laughs> yeah. Come, yeah, I have eyes. Come on, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that last week too. It's like she's not fat, yeah. and it was a, and it was a huge deal that she gained so much weight. And it's just like, and I think she did. She lose weight in between the movies. I have no idea. And I think she she just she's just older. I don't like, follow she probably celebrity weight exactly the same. Yeah. She's just older, a little yeah. bit older, and not in a bad way. Just she just looks different. six weeks older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you know your biological clock is ticking, <laughs> it's true. Um, what and did you guys think of uh, Colin Firth in this movie? Because he was so, you know, he's Darcy, so he's awkward, but then ended up being likable in the first I, movie. Yeah. And then they make him like. I was less. getting annoyed with him in this movie. I, I was like, really can bad. he talk? Is he Newt Scamander right <laughs> yeah. now? Like he like he like couldn't look anybody in the eye, and he like wouldn't say anything. Well, I feel like, like they're like you know they had start maybe they started to learn the limitations of that character. Like it works when he's only in like a couple scenes. Yeah. Now he's in like the entire movie basically. Well, I and... think that the the f- whole first movie is him building to something, and like I, we talked about it in the last episode where he says, "I like you just how you are." Like that is the peak the zenith of his emotional expression. Mm-hmm. Like that is as far as he goes. And like, and when she goes back to him, it's her realizing that. And so his character has millimeters to move after that. Like that's who he is. And so I think he's playing it the way that that character exists. It's just the script doesn't have anything for him to do. Yeah. So let's talk about how he'd send his future kid to Eaton. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, his first reaction when she said, like, what would you think if I was pregnant was super cute. So adorable. And then he immediately goes into, like, and he's gonna be 
this and that I and such. I can't wait to yeah, teach yeah. my child He's cricket. Like, yeah, even though I'm a, liber- a civil rights lawyer, <laughs> I want my son to be a young Republican or whatever the, the British so, equivalent is. Mark Darcy, definitely voting leave, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely voted leave. But then I, she's she's like breaking up with him and they're arguing and she's like, you can just never muster up enough like feeling to fight for me. And I was like, he literally fought for <laughs> you <laughs> in the last he's movie. Saying, he's saying happy birthday. Scene. Yeah, and then he yeah, kicked but, somebody's ass. It's but Elis, only that was six weeks. I was going to say, exactly. That's what I was going to say. He like, literally fought for you. That is a month Figuratively, literally, You expect her rem- to remember things six weeks ago? <laughs> She's too busy counting how many times they fucked. Like, that's, that's what's true. on her mind. She did keep a, a decent tally. <laughs> she can't Sorry, remember, I'm sure everyone does that. She yeah. can't even remember her birth control. Yeah, I was so, like, you know. how many times they shagged. That's Sorry, right. That's what I meant that's to right. say. Yeah, yeah, you gotta say shagged. <laughs> we've all seen You're that. You're right. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um... Remember uh, after when we were looking at that special feature on the first movie and it was like British slang and it was like, shagged means having sex. You've all seen Austin Powers, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the special feature literally said that. Oh my God. Kill <laughs> so, me. Uh, it was so Kill cheesy. Yeah. Cheese ball special features. Kill. Yeah. What, what were the special features on this one? Uh, there were some deleted scenes. There, like, there was a whole like deleted sequence that like originally started the film. Oh my God. There's more to this movie. Oh, yeah. There was one that was like five minutes long. Is it long. Naked Children? I regret this. What? <laughs> the no. first one, the after credits or the during credits scene was like her being naked in the paddling pool. Like the whole thing about that's when they knew each other when they were little. But they were like, they're like, <laughs> yeah. like a five-year-old and a nine-year-old. Like show it and and it was there, was a deleted, there was a deleted fantasy sequence <laughs> where uh, it's like right after she's like thinking that she's pregnant. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, I wonder what that would be like. And then it's like her in the, her in the uh, hospital and the doctor's like, oh, my gosh, push. And he's like, it's a boy. And it, she, the doctor pulls out like a fully clothed baby <laughs> boy with like a baseball cap and like, or maybe, sorry, maybe a cricket cap or something. And a briefcase. Oh, okay. And then she's like, yeah, she's like, I can't think too much about this. And then it like flash forwards to like the boy getting married and he's like up there, uh, saying I do to his wife and he opens up his shirt and it says like I love you mom on his <laughs> shirt and then the, it flashes forward again and he's like oh it's your first grandchild here he is and then you hear the, the guy off screen go you hear the guy off screen go oh and here's her nanny <laughs> what and, and the guy's like her name is Rebecca you remember Rebecca right and she, <laughs> she comes walking in in like full old lady makeup <laughs> And then it's just, it's I can't just like, they filmed it's that. like Bridget Jones and she's like, Rebecca, hmm. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh God. It was pretty funny. Uh, and then, yeah, there's a deleted opening scene where it originally was supposed to start with her and Mark going to uh, missing a movie or something, but not a big deal. Uh so there's not a there's not a special feature about how to put makeup on like in the first yeah that was awful uh do we so don't put your lipstick on your cheeks step one (laughs) we haven't we haven't really talked about how bridget gets to bangkok and how she ends up in prison (laughs) i mean do we need to no i don't think we do (laughs) i want to talk about the lavender wedding that's Uh, what i want to talk uh, about That is another scene that right, I was so like, I that love is, this. That is, that is the scene. I mean, you've heard of the Red Wedding. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here is something, something much more horrifying. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah another moment that I thought was hilarious was when uh, yeah <laughs> she's like going on a lunch date with her mom and she's like her mom has pulled her into this like shop to try on all these dresses and she comes out in this dress like it's lavender oh your father and I are getting married again and she was like she's like and everything's gonna be lavender everything <laughs> and then she opens up the, the dressing room next to it and there is a uh, what? Jim Broadbent. Jim Broadbent. I was like blinking as I'm sitting there, and he's just like sheepish, like wearing a full lavender. The man, the man who won the Academy Award the the year the first one of these. Yeah, came. But, he's just but sitting Bridget there like didn't even know that he was on the shopping trip. Like she had dressed him up and shoved him into the the dressing yeah. room in advance. That's why I was like, they were supposed to be going out for lunch. Just if there the was two a of traffic them. delay. He's just been stuck in there for like three hours, yeah. just like playing Sudoku on oh, his. Oh man, I thought that was really funny. But, uh, yeah, they have a whole lavender wedding at the end. So does that mean that the turkey curry is also lavender? I don't know. The soup was lavender. No, I'm kidding. Lavender soup. (laughs) Lavender soup. (laughs) What lavender foods exist? Lavender. So anything lavender. Cookies. Like cake with, like, fondant on it. Yeah, that's true. Don't they have purple carrots? They do. Like specialty Uh, carrots. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have, like, a radish and some beets. It's beets. There you uh, go. Like cabbage, purple cabbage. The buffet at the lavender wedding sounds great already. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just need to cook if, everything. If with you're that. in a war-torn culture country in the Balkans, <laughs> we have the lavender wedding for you. They need to cook everything with lavender string, and then it'll all yeah, turn exactly yeah. naturally. <laughs> Gross. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, did you want to talk about the drug thing? I don't. No, care. I don't. I, like, no, this movie, like, I feel like that if you want to know about this movie. Uh, listen to our first episode, and then all the same beats <laughs> happen in that, and then everything that happens but in this worse. movie is the same, but yeah, worse. Uh, with with racism. Yeah. With racism. Yes. I think the worst scene is like the whole like magic mushrooms thing. Like that was so stupid. Yeah. It's bad. You yeah, she's that. in Thailand and then has an omelet with magic mushrooms in yeah. it. Yeah, and then it's by like, like by pure I gotta accident. They gotta do this dumb like I'm so high. Is that dude. the justification of her wanting to fuck? Uh, Daniel Cleaver? No, not really. Because he so. waits until she's come down to yeah. really yeah. put the moves. Because the next scene nice is them talking about how it's God, so, right? so it's com- so it's completely pointless. Yeah, it's just okay. like a, it's just well, like a, this is a rated R movie. Let's they, have a drug scene. They did do a couple of things. It's like I saw movie, the beach, and it's been so long since I've seen the first one, so I can't remember if they've done that in the first one. But they had all these like little like altered reality kind of fourth wall breaking. Yeah, stuff. Like, once the drug all, yeah. scene. There's like some sparkles going on in the ocean, and like the yeah. Coca Cola sign. Right. Yeah. And I liked that. I thought it was very cute. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of Jane the Virgin. What'd yeah. You, what do you think of the? Uh, what do you think of that horrible like Moulin Rouge, Great Gatsby like scene, like city pan out scene where like they showed like all the people in their houses, all in every single window. I've, the I've couples before, were together, and I'll say it again: kill me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Come yeah. On. But it reminded me of those scenes where they like. The Baz Luhrmann does like the big pan out of the scene, like either with like a knife or just like quietly with the pillow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, killing you. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I thought that there was like some really god awful CG in this movie for no fucking. Reason. No, really bad. It was like, like it was that like, scene. Oh, like we have like we have a tab left over. Like you know, we charged it to the card already. We have a post house. 
We, yeah. we just have to use it. Like, so let's just that scene, and then the scene at the end, they're like walking towards the church, and there's it like looked, it looks like, like the cinema- it looks like the fucking the cinematic from Fable Two. <laughs> That's does. what it looks like. It looks so bad for no reason. Were they? Was it? I see. No, the reason that they're doing it, and I was mad about it. The reason that the movie starts with the storybook ending it's like well it's oh, trying true, to be meta about it of like oh like what happens after happy happily ever after apparently the same fucking story we're stuck in this like <laughs> fucking it's Ballardian, <laughs> Ballardian loop of where like nothing ever changes but it was supposed to be like the storybook ending again but it was the gloomy British storybook ending where there's maybe light parting through this weird <laughs> churchyard where there's gravestones yeah. the size of fucking people that was weird yeah it could have like, been a much grittier version of this movie, though, if they'd really leaned in on the drug trafficking thing. And yeah. Bridget becomes like a prison kingpin. That would have been cool. She would have been beat Mar- up Marcos or raped or whatever or... immediately in that person. Uh, maybe not because they're like, oh, this white lady's going to tell the media or whatever. But still, ugh, they at least would have like bullied her. A little yeah. bit. I mean, come Instead on. of immediately asking about her I mean, like, she, lost, yeah. she loses an eye or something. Uh. That whole scene just brings everything so far down for me. I was the, just like... The, whole, the movie, I was like, eh, it's fine. And then that happens, and I'm just like... The whole premise of it is it's just the, it's so awful. bad. And, and the payoff of it is getting back to baseline of where the last movie ended. Yeah, but now they're going to get married, Tyler. It's totally different. Uh-huh. <laughs> After knowing each other for two months and sure. being capable of having any kind of conversation, yeah, that doesn't end in none at all. Embroiled in international incident. The sure. only thing they're good at is sex. Speaking of songs, yeah, the beginning of this movie, nobody does it better. I was just like, it's the Benji song. <laughs> it is the Benji song. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe that. I mean, I know it's James Bond, but I was just thinking the Benji lyrics that I wrote for that stupid thing. Over <laughs> it was like Benji, Benji. Please, please put this in the put, put the link to that yeah. in the show notes if you missed. No, I'm putting Renee Zellweger singing the Sound of Music in this. Oh thing. my god! Uh, yeah, what do we think about that? It was stupid. I mean, what, does that fit in the world? Uh, so here's the thing. I well, feel like she has I, those fantasies. No, I know, but I feel like the first. I feel like that that is something, and maybe it's because television and popular culture has has brought out that kind of fantasy. Let's like cut over to a different alternate reality really quickly. I feel like that the first movie doesn't really do that enough. Did it like one or two times? One yeah. or two times. The book does that more. Is that correct or no? Yeah. Yeah, but then she and she won't say it actually, or she, yeah. right. It's a it's a flight of fancy, but it's like it's like in a pre like Family Guy world, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a pretty common trope in romance. Yeah, and I mean, again, to reference Jane the Virgin, that happens with that show a lot. Yeah, but, sure, it's but in much a good more way. effective and charming. Oh no, I'm not <laughs> saying it's a ba- I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad device. Yeah. I'm just saying that doing the sound of music thing is then playing up on. I don't see this. This franchise is being a really meta fourth wall breaking franchise. No, I think they were like based solely on the first movie. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. tried to play it up. But they tried to do it this way. It's the looks and the camera more. I think they were like Alec, Alec, sorry, Alec McBeal's not on TV anymore. So now we can have a woman fantasizing. Right? Yeah. Like I I feel like it's like without being compared to there's way more things that I think about that, and so like the sound of music thing just kind of threw me in a way that felt cheap. Here's like the rest of the movie. If the I uh, when the scene started, I was like, "Oh, they're making fun of the Sony music." Okay, haha. But then, like, it actually wasn't a fantasy. They were really wearing those clothes and <laughs> yeah. having a get together in the park. And so, I was like, that uh, is wait, weird. Maybe yeah. I really misunderstood that scene. I thought that was just her imagination. No, it immediately went it into happening. not a fantasy. Like yeah. the only fantasy part was like so, that she was 
singing? Or that there well, was music yeah. in her the fantasy background? fantasy part was that she got him to run towards her in a field? I guess. Like, yeah, I think... She's saying he's not I mean, I think they were just trying to, like, recreate the opening titles thing of the last movie, but in, like, the dumbest way. Okay, well, and it's not even the same. She wasn't actually singing in the last movie, but yeah, was there was like insane. a big song moment yeah, where they had the opening titles. Yeah. And I feel like this was like trying to recreate that magic, but I don't know whose fucking dumb idea that was. Well, mm. I, I actually liked the fantasy stuff, so. Mm-hmm. But oh, I, I also yeah. thought that entire segment was a fantasy, so clearly. Yeah, it was like I, half I, of I, I was not kidding. I think the whole it. movie was a fantasy, <laughs> so. I wish, because then I could dismiss it. I was but in something nice. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. That's the Ooh, one. what? Yeah. Let's all say something nice about this movie, okay. guys. I like. I liked all those ridiculous scenes. I, I kid you not. I was laughing out loud. I'm not even joking. By myself. I, I did like it when uh, Hugh Grant burned Conforth really, really bad with the thing no, about his wife. That was just that like was a very so good pure burn. evil that then you're like, okay, this character is actually living up to how horrible he's really supposed to be. You know. So. I thought that the one point where uh, the movie succeeded in making Bridget Jones being uncomfortable in her class or, or where she was in life, I guess, is uh, there was a scene where she was flying coach to the uh, – uh, to Bangkok mm-hmm. and there's this horrible guy next to her and she ends up spilling a bunch of soda on him and the flight attendant's like come with me and then she's walking up trying to like get out of it the whole time and literally I mean like if you're watching the scene you know what's happening here like she's being brought up to first class because yeah. of course Hugh Grant's up there but I felt like that that was a moment where it was actually charming and that like it act- like I felt like that, that was a grounded scene that was actually trying to play out the idea of that she felt outclassed by her relationship with Mr. Darcy and did it in a humorous way. And I think that that is the only scene in the movie where it was actually (laughs) clear what they were trying to say. And she's like, oh, this is worse than school. Like, I'm being brought up to the principal's office. (laughs) And the guy's just not saying anything. And and she's just trying to, like, it's the sound of digging the hole deeper. I did. I like that scene. I did also enjoy, like, early on, she has to go to this, like, state dinner or something. Yeah. The law council. Yeah, the law council dinner uh, with Mark Darcy, and she's like squeezed herself into this crazy dress, and for like three or four scenes, she's walking in the dress like super awkward, like a penguin. Yeah, yeah. even when she gets home, she's like going back and forth between the. Yeah, there's a scene where she like Ugh. calls Mark Darcy's phone and leaves a message, but then like oh, someone calls someone calls her front door, and it turns out it's him. But then she goes back and keeps leaving the message. That scene was so long; I was so sure that there was going to be some kind of like payoff with right. like, the voicemail, and then it was yeah. just like no. Um, when did How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days come out? Because that's like the exact same dress. dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same after dress. after him, almost. Oh, uh, okay. Then never mind. But yeah, I was no, like, th- are they spoofing it? Two thousand three. So ah. before it. Oh, before. One year. Honestly, I think it might have just been stylish at the time. Yeah, yeah. it was an interesting era. Or whatever designer that like was had a really shiny. good yeah. uh, product placement rep or whatever. Yeah. So. And the uh, <laughs> and the fact that she was like. That one time she stays over at his place, she's like trying to change her clothes in the, in mm. the, uh, yeah, the <laughs> in the sheet from the bed. I thought that was kind of cute and funny. That, that was relatable. I that was re- that. she's that supposed was... to be this every every man kind of girl. And yeah, like, that was, I, that, that was, was one of the things I was I was that. watching with my girlfriend. and I was like, "What's happening?" And and she's, like, a, she's, she's like, "She doesn't want to. She just want him to see yeah, her." And, and it's, a, like, it's a really oh. sweet moment too when he's like, "I love those parts of you." The, the, the yeah, wobbly bits. Yeah. 
Lovely um, bits. One thing that I, I mean, I guess they sort of come around and show that it's bad, but it doesn't really like complete it because when Hugh Grant, he's like telling her, oh, the stuff I was going to therapy and blah, blah, blah. And then like right when they're about to like, you know, finally start kissing or whatever, she's like, wait, what about your therapy? And he's like, oh, I think you are my therapy or whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's the worst. Like you can't, no. You that's, can't save that's somebody. Like, yeah, your... that's like number one, like abusive relationship, like mental yeah, illness, yeah. red flag, like, yeah. You know, like I was like, I'm no. relying on you to fix all of my problems. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, they show that he hasn't really changed when the prostitute comes or whatever, but they don't quite like take the that lesson all the way to the end of like, no, it's he's really he's... bad that like you, you can't a person can't be your therapy, right? Like you need professional help. Yeah. But anyways. Also, he Sorry. just has sex with that. Well, he's a cartoon character. <laughs> that yeah. prostitute, like, yeah. Uh, well, that's all the nice things we have to say about this movie. <laughs> uh, if we had to get down to a rating system, how many, oh boy, how many Christmas, how many bad Christmas jumpers? Didn't we do that last week? Yeah. It's Come on, man. Cocaine-filled I'm... snake bowls or whatever <laughs> yeah. with you. I'm wearing a bad Christmas jumper, guys. There's a manatee on I know, but we How did that last week. How many racist caricatures? Oh! Okay, good. Good one. Ooh, okay. That's How harsh. How many racist that's caricatures? Uh, I'm going to give it three Ooh. out of ten. Um, yeah, I didn't really like this movie, but um, if you're a masochist and want to watch it, Go for it, because there's some. If you want to see, I feel like the, the, it's a meta title. If you want to reach the edge of reason, yeah, watch this movie. There's some hidden gems of like just stupidity and ridiculousness in this movie that uh, I enjoyed yeah. those bits, but uh, that's about it. Uh, I would you say three right now? Three. Um, I give the last one a seven. That's pretty. Yeah, good. I think I give the last one an eight. Right, I'll you, say yeah. five, which I know seems kind compared to all the horrible things we've said, but in the end, like it's a. F- the movie is fine. Like it's decently made. Like there's nothing like we've seen some movies with like horrible, like craftsmanship and there's not really that any of that there. It's perfectly fine when it comes to that. And I think that the performances were all fine too. It was just that the material was really yeah. horrible. Like on the moments that she was okay, she still was like, you could see the likability, like trying to poke through the horrible like situations. And same thing. I think Hugh Grant was really like, hamming it up you know like being this villain and uh, you know so i anyway so i'll give it a five because it's bad but like at least it's like watchable i guess you could say it just has stupid story all right do we do we know is this around when the hugh grant prostitute thing came out i don't know i think Uh, that already happened is it pre or post because, like, because it, it was after the nanny thing, but before the prostitute. Thing? Because, because it, it makes his performance. Like, I, I think that him hamming it up is the most fun thing in this movie, uh-huh. even though he's the worst. If I it's think, after, then then, like then that's insane. Yeah, then good for him. Like, yeah. Um, I think that that. <laughs> Wait, are you searching right now? <laughs> you oh, no, no, find, find this answer because it's important. <laughs> Did you open up an incognito like window after. first? I'm, I'm peeking over his shoulder. Yeah, what? I'm having a hard time reading everything. Yeah, no, but... it's, it's 90, 95. Oh, yeah, there you go. Wow. So, this... so, I mean... Wait, no, that's before, because this movie is 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It no, so feels it happened... like 1994. So it happened before. What? The... the prostitute. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. in that case, it's hilarious that he did it. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no like, in that case, like the, the, he's the funniest thing about this movie. I, I, I'm going to give it a two. I think that this movie... A two? Oh, my God. Two... That's racist racist caricature caricature that's right okay. um 
Uh, yeah, I, I think that everything we liked about the movie, uh, about Bridget Jones' diary, gets wiped out in this. And I think it, it's, again, the sequel sin of picking the wrong elements of the DNA of what this franchise is and amplifying them into a way that it erases the things that were good about the first one. Like, the fact that this movie exists makes the first one worse. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that that's bad. And I, I think that not knowing the thing that you've made or, or even understanding a little bit of it. Like there's, there's like it's all surface beats that are being parroted here. There's not a scene that has the nuance to it. I mean, except for maybe the pub quiz, the, the, the law review and the, the airplane scene that I was talking about, like it literally is retreading the exact same plot points and adds nothing. And, in that way, it detracts from everything that we liked in the first one, and I, I that upsets me with the with these sequels. As, as you guys know, I think that it, when a sequel makes the previous <laughs> movie less enjoyable, I have a problem with that. And so it has it's sure, it's yeah. two. It's two. How about you? How about um, I'm gonna go with God two point five. <laughs> um, I like romantic comedies, um, and the, the things I enjoyed about this movie were just the sort of fantasy bits. Those elements, and mm-hmm. you know, Renee Zellweger's charming. I'll mm-hmm. give her that. But yep. her complete and utter professional incompetence, and just the modern—you know, maybe this is a sin of my own—but the modern sensibility looking at this movie, it's not enjoyable to watch racism play out on screen. No. I don't like. It's not escapist for me, and mm-hmm. it's not escapist to see her be demeaned sexually constantly. So it's no. kind of like, you know. Watch Crazy Rotations. Watch Jane the Virgin. Don't watch this movie. Learn how to play All the boys I loved before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that movie. Which they're making a sequel of. Darcy I still haven't watched it. I really want to. Oh, yeah. Uh, one thing about the ratings, too. I know, I know, Tyler, we told Justin not to do this last time with Home Alone. Yeah. But I'm also afraid that if I rate this movie too low, I won't have anywhere to go <laughs> for the next one if oh, it's I, worse. I think so that's, that's sort true. of in the back of my mind yeah. also. Yeah. See? Yeah. So but, that's why I'm kind of like, but, hey, it Marie, didn't have Marie, zigzag Marie, screen wipes. It didn't have like horrible <laughs> recastings. Maureen did you know? say that this one's a disaster, but the third one's kind of okay. She did say that, but I don't know. I might not end she, up agreeing yeah. with her. I mean, it's competently made. Yeah. yeah, but it's still yeah. really bad. I think you know you, you can just be like, "Hey, uh, sh- she jumps out of an airplane and parachute in the first scene of the movie." Boom. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> that, that doesn't sound like a Bridget Jones movie to me. <laughs> like we're always say- getting mad when the sequels are disregarding like major plot points or character or thing that happened. And this one, we said, "Oh, it's like they don't even remember what happened," but they didn't actually erase anything or retcon anything that happened, which so many sequels we've seen have done. So I guess that's why I'm tending to be a little bit more forgiving. They do, but the the lessons that were poignant that she learned, they make it seem like she did not learn No, absolutely. But they didn't say like, oh, she's got six siblings and, you know, now her, (laughs) now she's got also a a Hispanic best friend and like... I would have liked a Hispanic best friend. For sure, yeah. yeah. But you know, like it would have been like... That would have been a bonus. Yeah, it would have been like, oh, that guy that was gay and white last time? Now he's black you know like i mean that would have been great yes but uh, like also totally remember the last movie when she had a dog yeah Yeah. (laughs) i feel like it's i feel like it's different per type of movie and per per, per franchise and i I think that i think that so 
much of what we liked about the first one was the kind of playing against type of other rom-coms and the choices mm-hmm. that she made yeah, she and the reasons that she made those choices and that the movie earned those choices and that this movie throws all of that out the window. So it's not about the retcon yeah. so much. It's about that the thing that was enjoyable about that first movie was the growth of these characters and kind of seeing where they were and her being this giant gap that she closed. And for Mr. Darcy, just a little bit of daylight into his emotion was was huge for him and realizing that, her realizing that. And then just to throw that all aside and be like, yeah, like we're doing mushrooms in Thailand. Well, yeah, I was like, and, and this, this the first movie was great because all of the awkwardness of her character comes out of her being put in these like really relatable real life situations like yeah. the singles dinner and all that stuff. Yeah. And this movie, they're like, uh, what Ace Ventura type situations can right. we put her yeah. in? No, absolutely. She's gonna ski during or like the Olympics. She's in gonna front of these dignitaries. Yeah. It's like okay, well, great, but I'm not around any dignitaries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I probably will have to go to a dinner that's with a bunch of married people. That's what I was saying about the whole parachuting thing. It's yeah. like the opening credits come, and it's like a James Bond movie. And the, yeah. they use a James Bond song. The fucking yeah. opening. It's like yeah, they just put her in these ridiculous situations that are just they don't need to do that. Yeah. There's other. There's a million other relationships. Relationship related awkward situations after, after you can six be put weeks in. of a relationship that you could put him in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wish it had just gone forward like a year. Then that it would have been that, then so the much better. And the concern about not seeing his apartment that yeah. would have made a lot more sense. Or yeah, like, no, it makes it's about marriage. It at makes all. her come across as fucking crazy. Exactly. exactly. Well, then he sounds crazy too, and he's like, oh, yeah. you might be pregnant. That's great. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. Even, even when he admits that he loves her over the call box or whatever, it's way too soon. Like, yeah. well, maybe not. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I think that's what we get into is like they were trying to imply that like, like remember those scenes of those children being naked, like. He's always loved her. But it's like, and then like they, they have their like, what would, how would we raise our children conversation when they're paranoid about whether or not she's pregnant or thrilled that she's pregnant, and then they realize that their values are different. Yeah, yeah. Like what's not? But no, that could have like, been a that could have been a good been scene. The, but that could have been the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could have been the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Instead, well. it was a bad scene. Uh, so. That's uh, that's gonna that's gonna bring us to the edge of reasons. <laughs> I think we went there and we went over it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, into the pit of despair. <laughs> <laughs> Cream straight over that edge, <laughs> into the mud pit, oh, the bottomless God. pit, you uh, the pit, pen pit of despair. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we have one more chance to visit Bridget Jones uh, with the next film called Bridget Jones's Baby. Baby. I mean, that's a little bit of a spoiler title. Sure. It's not called, like, Bridget Jones and the Cage of Altitude. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, one, of the, <laughs> one of the times that I, I went to Europe was, like... come up with a fucking bullshit title. <laughs> that is the most bullshit title. It's amazing. I believe you mean the philosopher's baby. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> one of the times I went to Europe, there was advertising for this movie literally everywhere. Like, every train station had giant, like, banners across the entire tracks being like, Bridget Jones's baby, or whatever it is in German, you know? Like, And I was just like, ugh. Like, so I think that's why I ended up watching the Ooh, first Dr. movie on a plane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so McDreamy's in it, which we know, and I know Colin first in it, but... So, I mean, we'll uh, obviously, she's having a baby or maybe going to have a baby. I, she's stealing a baby? <laughs> she's stealing a baby? I'd watch that movie. Yeah. It's, it's called like Bridget Jones' baby. baby Heist. Oh, I was going to say baby with a question mark? She's putting together a nonprofit and she calls it her baby. Yeah. You know? yeah. It could be a nonprofit to get women's rights I'm, in other out countries. Out of prison in yes. Bangkok. 
It could be anything. Sadly, that's anything. probably not going to be it. Uh, so, yeah, I guess, you know, next week we will uh, see what's going on there. Uh, but, uh, you know, in the meantime, Heather, thanks for, thanks for being here with us. Thank you for making me rewatch this terrible yeah, movie. Yeah, thanks for enduring it with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is there any places that people can follow you publicly Um, or anything? You know what? I will showcase my knitting club. Okay. And it's the Eastside Drunken Knitters. And Mm. you can follow them on Instagram at at Drunken Knitters. What was the last thing you knitted? Um, I'm currently working on a Christmas cowl with lots of Ooh. lace and stripes. A Christmas cow? A cowl. cowl. Oh, C-O-W-L. I was like, what? <laughs> a Christmas it's, cow. I was like, what's that? It's kind of like a circular scarf. Oh, sweet, yeah. sweet. Have you ever made a Batman reindeer jumper? One. I have not made a reindeer jumper, but I have made jumpers. Okay. Very cool. That's exciting. Yeah, awesome. I wish I knew how to make anything. Well, we have one... As we said, one episode left in Bridget Jones. If you have any other suggestions, Elas, where can they get in touch yes, with us? Yes, please email us, sequelrights at gmail.com, and uh, tell us what else you want to hear in 2019. In 2019, what movie should should we have to endure? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, also check us out on social media at Sequel Rights on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And thanks to my brother for the music at the top. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for Bridget Jones's Baby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bay. What the? I don't know. Bay. astray, keeping her when they go. I went away just when you you need me so. You won't regret. I've come back begging you. Won't you forget Welcome love He wants you Open up your eyes